0: Welcome back, guys, to the women's segment. We're so excited to be back. We have some great news. Yes. Okay. So as you guys know, we took
1: a very necessary and needed pause. I believe that we just needed to take a step back and figure out how to move forward and create a vision. And so in that, I came up with an idea that I believe is going to bless many of you, As well as us and whoever comes on. Yeah. And so we came up with a series called What Happened to You? Now, y'all, I'm super excited about this because I was reading a book. It's actually a book. This is where I got the idea from. Um, It's endorsed by Oprah Winfrey. It's called What Happened to You? And within the book, basically, as I was reading it, I got inspired. And through the inspiration, I said, why don't we do that for the segment where we invite people on, give them a platform for their voice to be heard, because they said something that really resonated with me. A lot of times we ask the question, what is wrong with you, instead of asking
0: what happened to you.
1: Right. I
0: think that's so good and so profound. And let me tell you why I really like the idea, is we're both psychology majors, so like when you really sit to think about why people are the way they are, you want to know what happened to them, yes. and it's only through going back to reflect on the past and to kind of figure out what are some of the things that you went through to get to where you are now that helps you to move forward and to grow. And yes. so I really felt like I like the idea not only because of the uh, psychological aspect, but with once we once we talk about what happened to you and we can break it down and. You know, kind of unfold it. Then we can introduce God into people's lives, even if they ha even if they, um, you know, know God or have already been int- introduced. We can kind of give them a different spin on it to help them, you know, cultivate a better relationship with yeah. God. And I think like it's like two birds in one stone. Like it's God and therapy. Like it's just, God just and therapy. I
1: love that. I love perfect. that so much. That self awareness piece, like you said, mm-hmm. that opens up the doors for growth when people are able to connect the dots back to. Okay, yeah, so this happened to me when I was younger, and I can see how this was developed, or this mindset came about, or these wounds triggered certain things within me that make me behave this way. Mm -hmm. It's just putting the pieces together for the patterns, and I think that's so good because as people, I always say that I feel like a lot of people live their lives on autopilot. Yeah, it's just going. Just going, and you don't realize that those triggers have been laid through through years and years and years of conditioning. Mm-hmm. And it's not until we take the time to really
0: pause, take a step back and really say what happened to me. My um, I took a class called pers- uh, the psychology of personality, I think. Mm-hmm. And my teacher, Marianne, she was a nice lady. She was funny too. But we mostly talked about, um, well, one of the first concepts we talked about was shadows. And she talked a lot about shadow work. There's a book. I don't remember who it's by, but it's basically called like doing the shadow work. And with that, it's it's like shadow. She asked us all like she explained what shadows was. And she asked us, what is your shadow? Mm. And so it's basically things that we do that we want to kind of cover up because everyone just wants to live in their shadow, but keep it on the back end. Yeah. And basically the concept of doing the shadow work is you can't grow until you embrace your shadows. Mm. So, for an example, let's say that I I have abandonment issues. No one wants to face that. No one wants to deal with that. But it affects the relationships that I get in. It affects, you know, Everything. how I see. How I see myself. How, how I, I see other people. How I see the world. People. God. Exactly. Especially God. And it isn't until I was able to go back and do the shadow work and embrace the fact that I have this and that this is who I am because of what happened to me that I was able to grow. So the whole yeah. point of shadow work is to go back, reflect on the past, get some understanding, some insight, and take it to move forward. Yeah. You have to embrace the things that are a part of you, good or bad. That takes courage. Mm-hmm. It takes courage to see yourself, to really like go
1: deeper and, right. like you said, face that shadow. Right. But I think it's also very freeing and very empowering because, like you said, I'm very open with it. Me suffering with abandonment issues and just seeing how that first was started in my own life. Like Mm -hmm. when I go back into childhood, I can see how when the divorce happened, certain seeds where the seeds were first like really planted. Mm -hmm. But then it also gave me the power to change my narrative. Right. And so once I was aware of it and I did the work and I accepted it, I think acceptance is another major thing. A lot of times we run from it because it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. But when you're mm-hmm. able to sit with it and you're able to accept it and embrace that this is this is what happened to me mm-hmm. or this is a part of who I am and mm-hmm. you make peace with that, it empowers you to create a new dynamic and perspective for yourself to exactly.
0: grow. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like it isn't until you really like you said sit with yourself that you're able to allow yourself the grace the space to get into a different headspace to to allow God to even work on you with something that you you know you can't heal from something that you don't know about exactly so you have to go back and it and takes asking it out. the right questions i feel like so that's what we're
1: going to be doing a lot mm-hmm. of is asking questions that really help people Unlayer and uncover and right. really start thinking. Thinking. Um, so, with that being said, we are going to have guests on here. This is going to be something where we're inviting people on. We're going to give them a chance to be heard. I feel like a lot of times we we talk. We're always talking at people, mm-hmm. but sometimes people don't have anywhere else to go where they can Just fully express right. themselves.
0: Right.
1: So, I think this is going to be to be be definitely powerful.
0: Yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. It's it's like it's like talk therapy. Talk therapy, literally. The whole, yeah, the point of talk therapy is just for you to talk and for us to listen or mm-hmm. to help guide you to an answer, but not give you the answer.
1: That's why I like coaching. Mm-hmm. Coaching is really about helping you discover your own voice, mm-hmm. your own power. It's not about giving you the answers, but helping you realize that you the answers are within you. Are within you, you are the answer, and you know them, and you know them. And so it's just about asking the right questions until you come into the awareness of that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So I'm going more like, I'm like, oh, I love the coaching routes. But I love therapy. I love yeah. therapy. I love sitting with people and helping them dig and mm-hmm. go through all of the suppressed emotions.
0: It's- Ask them questions that make them be like, challenge their perspective. Like just stop and think. Like, I, It's like I never I thought about shouldn't. it this way. Exactly. So now let's think about it yeah I think um I think this will be a really good thing outside of just the podcast. I think that this will really help people you know take this home, and even the people that are watching it may not come on this might give y'all the same empowerment the same education to do it at home with your family, with your friends, with your kids, with your boyfriend or girlfriend, husband and wife mm-hmm. like I feel like it'll you know education is yeah. all around you and it's how you how you view the world basically. Yeah. And so if you can take tips and see what other people are doing and do it in your own home, I feel like that'll help people too. Even opening the door for more grace.
1: I think when we open the door to give people grace and we learn, well, I think when you learn to give yourself grace, grace right. then you're able to extend the grace because when you realize that everybody has a story, everybody comes from something, they're fighting invisible battles that you cannot see. It helps you be a lot more kinder, Mm -hmm. more patient, more understanding, Mm -hmm. asking better questions, better questions. Yeah, Yeah. that's another thing. Understand
0: other people's plight. Like you don't, you don't really see the world until you know yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you just walking around, just seeing people, but not really seeing perspectives, not really seeing, you know, the frowns behind the smiles. Like you just kind of existing. But when you really know yourself, you know that like you can take into account, oh, I this happened to me yesterday. And so my today my mood is affected. Yeah. And so now when someone else's mood is affected by something that you know nothing about, you might consider, well, if I know that I respond in this way, then they're probably responding in this exactly. way too. And it helps you to take things less personal. And that and just even that, that's that's, that's offering powerful. yourself grace and other people grace. But that I feel like that in itself makes the world a better place, or at least helps it. Yeah. Because it takes off
1: the limitations of bias and judgment. And so a lot of times we, like our world perception and our view is based upon a lot of biases and a lot of judgments. Mm -hmm. And when we can put that to the back burner and we we show up more curious than we are ready to put a label on it, we give more room for clarity to flow. Mm Because like you said, me with my rejection issues, if I might see somebody and they're acting real standoffish, my mind would typically... One, two, oh, to oh! Did I do something? Yeah, They're see. mad at me. Yeah, it has to be against me. Not even questioning the fact that
0: maybe something just happened in their to private them, world. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a, a it's a hard thing to do because you want you want you want things to be the way you want them to be. Like it's hard because you want people to just say like, yeah, it was you. Or, like, it's, it's almost like you thrive off of knowing that you're the one that did it, mm. in a way. Especially when you're unhealed in that area, like, you have to feed those lies or, though like, that thought process. You have to feed it. Yeah. And so you tell yourself that, but you're also looking for the validation to hear it back, too. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, so now I can work on that. And that's another thing was becoming too self-aware or, like, I don't want to say too self-aware, but just making it more than what it is, like you have to, you need that that same energy that you're giving yourself. You need it back from other people in order to val- validate how you feel. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of a sick place to be. And did you ever
1: realize that your most dominant thoughts are usually always being validated? I just went through that recently. Um, coming out of a more darker space recently, Mm -hmm. I realized that when my thoughts got dark, everything else around me, I'm like, okay. I feel like certain friendships now feel weird. The energy's off. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at how, okay. Like it just was a blockage. But the moment that I was able to break free out of that and come back up into a higher level of consciousness Mm -hmm. and I was able to reframe my thoughts, I realized that naturally... Everything else elevated back up. The friends that I felt like were acting weird. Oh my God, I miss you so much. You good. I'm looking at situations fall together that I felt like were falling apart. And I'm like, wow, that's when I realized like energy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the vibrations, the frequencies that we operate on. And yeah, that that self-awareness was everything for me. When I realized that, I was like, okay, life is always mirroring back to me, Mm -hmm. my deepest
0: thoughts. Right. Right. And I, I like what you said about um, reframing your thinking. I talk about that a lot on my Instagram mm-hmm. because it's something that I, re- like, everything is about perspective. Yeah. My godfather, uh, I was telling him that I was having some anxiety and my, like, I just been really physically stressed because of the anxiety that I was feeling. And he was like, I think you're, you might be anxious, but he was like, um... Enthusia- Enthusiasm takes the same amount of energy as anxiety. Change mm. your perspective and pick which one you're going to be. Mm. And I'm like. Because you don't even realize that right. you have a choice. <laughs> you
1: have a choice. You do. And you we do. don't realize that we have a choice. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why I feel like this series is going to be so impactful. Because as you're talking and you're speaking, you start right. to realize, wait, okay. It's, it's, I, can, I can literally change
0: my narrative and my story at any yeah. given time. Had I thought about it like this, I probably would have reacted like that. Yeah. And that could have changed regardless of what someone else does, I can control me and how I respond to what I do. And that could change the trajectory of how I see things here on out. Oh
1: my God, I that is so I used to say this to um somebody I was dating back then all the time. And they were like, because people act like this towards me. And I said, but who are you? Right. You have to realize that you have the power to choose who you are. And yeah. when you choose who you are, you're not in control of other people, but you're in control of your responses. You're in control of how you show up. And so I don't care if, okay, the baby mother was going crazy. I don't care if the baby mother is screaming at you. When you go down to her level, that's a choice. Right. But right. when you
0: maintain the level that you say that I want to be, you have to make a decision in life. And that's that's you giving your power away too. like you're giving people permission to control you when you stoop to their level, when you, you know, take yourself out of who you are to be like them. Yeah. Like and I wish I would have learned this when I was younger because I probably would have saved myself a lot of. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of what happens to me, (laughs) but, um, you know, knowing what I know now I don't I don't give people the space really to make me mad, to get me out of character, to make me wanna fight. Like I don't there's nothing anyone can say to me. Partly. There's nothing (laughs) mostly anything that somebody could say to me to make me get stoop to their level. Like I've come too far to go back to the mindset that I worked so hard to you know, grow from. so. 100%. I don't give people power.
1: It's not even that the emotion fully goes away. Mm -hmm. It's that I'm so conscious of the emotion and what it's triggering within me Mm -hmm. that, again, I come to a pivotal moment in my awareness that I have a choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I see that so much when it comes to, like, for example, I used to have really bad road rage. I mean, like, Get out the car. I want to fight you. I'm oh I'm literally, anything so that I can dangerous. find in my car, I'm throwing it. I'm beaming it at the car. And for some reason, I attracted with this other crazy driver. So they're throwing stuff back in my car. <laughs> And so now as I'm driving and I see something, it's not that the flare doesn't necessarily always come. I mean, it it is less now Mm -hmm. because through awareness of it, it lessens its hold over me. Mm -hmm. But I can feel the emotion and I can see it for what it is and I don't have to engage. And I think that's very powerful because a lot of times we think that, oh, it should be the absence of the emotion. But when you're growing in a thing, it's not the absence, but it's the awareness. And through that awareness, you realize your choice. And that is very powerful.
0: I tell people all the time that healing is a lifelong commitment. It's 100% a lifelong commitment. You, No one will ever be 100% fully healed from anything because there's yeah. always things that's going to happen. There are always things that's going to trigger you. There are always things that's going to seem and be very unfair. But guess what? When you're healing, like you said, it's not about the absence of it. It's about the awareness of it. And so when you're aware of it, you can handle what you couldn't handle before, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, that's 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 that shadow work we talking about.
1: I think that's super cool. I'm really excited though. I'm yeah. really excited um, coming back. We are going to be introducing our first guest. Um, we're gonna make sure. Oh yeah. Also, if this is something that sounds entertaining to you, or not entertaining, I think that's a so, Bad choice of words, but something that you want to participate in. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and you're in the surrounding area within the DMV and you would like to be a part of this, definitely reach out. And we can see if that's something that we can arrange.
0: Yeah, DM uh, Saved and Such podcast. DM Krista Dior, Marie Victoria. Find our page, DM us, and let us know, hey, I want to be a part. I want to get, excuse me, into it. You know, and you can give us a brief little synopsis of whatever and we'll arrange it. We'll make it happen. Yep. All right, y'all. We will see you on the
1: next episode at the start of our series. Yeah, we're so excited. Hope to see y'all.